live and on my second podcast in a week. What am I doing? Starting a podcast empire. Oh my god, it's a it's a vocal minority podcast. You must be so proud of yourself, Mac. You must be hey, so you got proud. the name right though. You know which one you're on. Yay! It's my family. Raise your voice. They miss you. Well, hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast. The podcast is going to miss the old T-Terrorist logo. R.I.P. On this week's show, it's basically CanCon, Kits, CanPL, Kits, and some other league news from other leagues, and a bit of TFC talk. I did half of this shit anyway. I know, I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) He sneers at your Super League fines, EPL. It's Duncan Fletcher. Yes, yeah, I, I do. I like, know. Oh, three million pounds. Oh, that's going to hurt them. Oh. Okay. Mm, if you go off and join this other competition, we're going to, you know, in the future, we're going to like take points away from you in this competition that you're going to leave. And, oh, that'll hurt you, won't it? I, uh, fuck off. Fuck right off. I know. Cost you three weeks of Mo Salah. Mm. <laughs> uh, he might actually be tired of talking about kits. Welcome to Mark Hinckley. That's impossible. Yeah. I'm just tired of editing talking about kits. Oh, there we go. Mm. Well, as for me, I'm hoping that Russia does well so that I can wear my retro CCCP kit and with pride. Uh, I am your host, Kristen Knowles, and now to this week's show. You. Goddamn communists. Yay, communism. To kick off this week's show, of course, it is CanCon, and there is lots and lots of Canadian soccer stuff to talk about this week. We've got past matches. We've got upcoming matches. We have kits. We've got nicknames. It's just so much stuff, but all of it pretty darn good, really. So, Canada men's national team. Still alive. Still alive, baby. We can beat the minnows. Mm. Can, and that's not sarcasm. I mean it. Canada's men seem to have over, 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 over two things now. Have seemed to have figured out a way to beat the lesser lights convincingly. Not make it, not make it dramatic. Not make us want to like kill ourselves in in stressfulness. But Darn. they did it. They 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 had two comprehensive wins um, over. Well, obviously Aruba, like that one. Again, if that hadn't been, but think back a few years ago, Canada against any team like that, it would have been, we would have been like sitting, you know, biting our nails going, oh dear gods, they're going to fuck this up, aren't they? Um, but this time we basically had a nice, gentle, fairly easy win. 
to soothe to soothe our souls to ease us into to ease us into the next match. But you had uh, so it was uh, a beautiful um, seven nil win mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. with some spectacular goals, um, especially um, uh, Zachary Bogiard's gorgeous, gorgeous goal. If you haven't seen that, um, and if you were trying to watch the game on Saturday, there's a really good chance you missed almost all of it because of the broadcaster issues um, mm. that were. Really yeah, I, I feel like it worked okay for me. I mean, I wasn't fully paying attention. I don't think I watched like, all of the, the first half by any means and just kind of like eventually had it on in a bit and it seemed to go okay as I wasn't other things going on I wasn't fully paying attention but uh yeah I saw a lot of people complaining but it seemed okay for me were you using um your Roku I was yes and I had just very very recently like a day beforehand renewed my subscription and everything so I don't know if that has in any way anything to do well it seemed to be that the only people that weren't having issues were the Roku people Mm. um if you were trying to Chromecast you were dead in the water you were completely fucked it was not happening i lost track and i i was really only watching one half of the match because i had a family commitment in the first half and i yeah anyway so we, it was we have professional podcasters we're here to talk about games we have watched like, exactly good point yeah. um but it was well that wasn't my fault trust me i was trying oh. did um, you see the whole thing mark i i watched the first half and I cannot for the life of me uh, remember why I stopped watching, but I did. Oh no, so I had I had I had an, I actually had like a a, a nine o'clock nine thirty appointment, so hmm. I kind of watched it on site like mute in the background. But every time I looked hmm. up, I clearly missed a goal. So yeah, I um, kind of caught a lot of the second half when all, just towards the end, all the goals were going in right at the end. I was like, oh, well, that's a bit fun, but uh, yeah, I didn't really see much of it. Yeah, the, it was funny being up three nil and be like, and be a little somehow weirdly be nervous. And I'm like, there's still 45 minutes. Averages, a lot of averages say they're going to score three more and they scored four. <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, Lucas Cavallini had a brace, junior Hoylet, Alfonso, you know, like the big guns came on in the second half, you know, everybody got some goals. It was just like a sort of like a really nice, you know, it wasn't the full, starting 11 that you might expect which is fine it was aruba so some other players got in anyway so that was a nice that was a good appetizer for the game that was stressing everybody out which was tuesday night against Suriname. Mm-hmm. and that one uh, i did watch well and that one uh once one soccer fixed their their issues their streaming issues there were other issues but that was we'll talk about that in a minute mm-hmm. um Anyway, so the Suriname match, which is the one that people, you know, we were concerned about, uh, given you know where they were getting their players from, um, turned out ultimately to be a decisive win for Canada. However, hmm. mm-hmm. the beginning of that was a shaky start, especially mm-hmm. the first the first half of the first half mm-hmm. um, when. John Herdman, and he does this sometimes, and it's probably the thing about him that frustrates me the most, is that in games, in what I consider to be like a big game, he will decide to roll out a different formation 
and just you know let's just switch things up you know why not why not it's 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 a it's a big game let's let's try something new let's try something sexy you know and it's like why why are you doing this why are you doing this to us um so you had you know a little bit you know the defensive three at the back not really having played together much um so you had a, a first cap for scott kennedy who had a fantastic match like that was an impressive debut um he was actually, for me, anyway, I don't know about you guys, but in those, in those opening 20, 25 minutes, he was like the one player, one of, one of like two players that I was like, give the ball to him because he seems calm and collected and like he knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. It was like him and Sam Piet. That was it. I didn't want anybody else to touch the ball for like the yeah. first 20 minutes. Donnell Henry, yeah. Oh, there's a lot of pussies going straight to the opposition. Milan Boyan's just shanking passes slash clearances out straight into touch. It's like, okay, things could go wrong here. And I think a lot of that was, you know, Suriname were, you know, occasionally, not like the whole thing, but every now and again, they would be just like putting a lot of pressure on. And it's like, ooh, all right, doing the whole sort of high press kind of thing out here and now. And it's like, yeah, this seems a little panicky. And uh, I, I'm not convinced about this at all, but... Uh, yeah, they, uh, they survived just. Yes, and, and survived well. You know, again, once, once they got, you know, like probably around like the 30th minute, it was, it was everyone was starting to gel and get a little more, um, a little more comfortable. The passes were starting to flow a little freer. Um, even if it was getting a bit scrappy, they seemed to be able to, to play through it a little bit better. Um, we got to see a couple instances of the trademark Richie Larea um, temper um, getting mm-hmm. a yellow. Congratulations, Richie! Um, mm-hmm. So there was a there was a few things, but yeah, it seemed to start to like again start to come together, and then to get that goal um, at the end of the first half, so going into um, going into the halftime to have that yeah. basically the big weight lifted off it. Suriname was going to have to score two. Right yeah, it's, have... I think at that point, it's like, all right, you've got the first, then, yeah, it's, it's fine. Yeah. I mean, up until then, it's like, I feel like Canada was, looked like the better team. They were less in control, but they, there was always, it did look like Suriname were dangerous here or there. And, you know, if it gets to the point where, you know, Suriname can just, say, be defending and then, you know, just selectively try and do, make something happen up front, it's like, all right, this could be dangerous, but then, Canada gets one and you know, Suriname now has to score two. They've got to be coming at Canada. Yeah, at that point, it was uh, the the game was pretty much over. I feel because yeah. mainly, you know, I mean, Canada is we're doing a decent enough sort of kind of like boring job. But then, yeah, we've got a, a couple of really good players uh, out there that can do fancy things and. Even if you know the the team as a whole, the formation and tactics and creating amazing things on their own they're controlling it and then waiting for the talent to do random things and and the talent that, did. That worked out nicely the talent did yes very, i will very say much so. the one the the, the 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 two initial changes that have been made in the second half which were the ones that needed to be made um especially uh nothing against jonathan osorio you know we we we, we like jonathan osorio but obviously still needs some more time or something. He did not have, he was probably one of the, if we're going to have like a low light as opposed to a highlight, 
Um, he was basically invisible for most of the match. Mm -hmm. um, so switching him out for Mark Anthony K, which was the right choice, um, made a huge difference. And then having um, having Cavallini come in for Laren, who who was fine, but not really, you know, kind of you know getting a little mixed up maybe um, with David. Like there was just it wasn't it wasn't flowing as well. So that, those two changes um, were really good. But also, what nice changes to be able to make, right? To bring on Mark mm -hmm. Anthony Kay and Lucas Cavallini. Those are mm -hmm. your subs. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, do, do you think you really can, is David and Laren, I mean, can that really sort of work out or is it better to have uh, Cavallini plus one of the other two? I think that um, what we've seen over at least a couple matches work? with David involved, that that I think is the, is the better thing, that the latter, what you just said. I think that works better for their skill sets. But um, yeah, yeah. But ultimately, another clean sheet, um, four-nil win, Jonathan David with the hat trick, um, which he did get, you know, Cavallini sort of like gave up his penalty shot, which I think he was always going to do anyway. But it was a very, it was a nice thing to do. It was a classy thing to do as a player. Um, so why, that was, why, why was it Cavallini's penalty shot? Is he generally the penalty taker? I don't think they have. Well, I don't think they have a designated penalty taker. I think it could it's go to anyone. Cavalier was, was fouled. Yes. Mm. Yeah. So when you have, but when you have a number of players that are capable, I don't think. I think sometimes the expectation is, well, I was fouled, therefore I'm going to take it. But I don't know. I don't know what Herdman's plan in penalties is. So that's a good point, Duncan. I'm sorry mm -hmm. for assuming. But, yeah. Yeah, like you said, it, this is it's very nice. You've got all these different substitutions. There's a lot of options up front, and yeah, you know, even like you know, David and Davies and you know, Kyle Larry, he's not bad as a, uh, mm -hmm. a a backup. Jonathan David, you know, Junior Hoylet as some random guy you can throw in there as a exactly. something a bit different. It's not too fucking shabby, really, by uh, you know, Canadian standards. So, oh, this guy who's kind of like a Championship slash Premier League. Yo-yo kind of player. Oh yeah, he's he's on our subs bench. Fucking exactly. Hell. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a, it's a weird it's a weird thing. It was really interesting to look at that to look at that eighteen on on uh, on Tuesday and just be like, yeah, sure. You know, sub in any one of these guys and feel quite confident. And was a nice. It's a nice. It's a weird feeling as a Canadian mm. soccer fan. It's very strange. Yeah, I, um, I do. I do feel like well, when I saw the lineup, I was like, "Oh, okay." So you're kind of resting some players. You're not going with the first team exactly here. So that's bold. But you know, presumably against Haiti, uh, it'll he, be full. And yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm intrigued to see exactly what that would be. True. Exactly how that would uh, that would work. But yeah, you think, yeah. You know, let's not be pissing around and experimenting. This is the uh, Straightforward, get Pick the job done. And, yeah, yes. go out there and try and win it and kill this whole thing off in the first game. That would be so nice. It'll be tough, though. Um, mm. So one of the things that emerged from this match, of course, is um, the play of Alfonso Davies and Jonathan David, um, not just individually, because obviously they're both incredibly talented, you know, two of, you know, the top players um, uh, in, the, in the world uh, right now. Um, but 
define chop? I knew as soon as I said it. As I was saying it, as I was saying it, I was like, Kristen, don't say it. Duncan's going to hate you for saying it. Don't do that. He's not going to hate you. He's actually going to appreciate that you gave him a door to walk through. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Okay. I I take it back. I take it all back. Alfonso Davies, you definitely seems to be... You, he's got like superstar status going on and everything. Sure. Jonathan David, eh, he's kind of like sneaky in the background. He's maybe. superstar he, in waiting. He yes. He had a, he had half of well, he had a good season last time and then had half of a good season with Leo. And it's like, oh yeah, all right. Once he kind of figured out what was going on, he did very well there. But uh you know, I wouldn't be putting him in the one of the top players in the world category. Again, it, know, it defines, defines top. Yeah, I mean, you got if you're going to do that, then where do you put Laren in this? And then if you're going to like mm. the best players in the world, oh my God, I'm sorry I said anything. What is wrong with me? Fun times. Yes. Yep. Okay. So, I'm sorry, you, most of the top players in Concacaf, sure. Oh yeah. So there's like you know, right there amongst the, the the best players in Canadian history. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. And it's early too. That's, that's Top in the whole world right now. I, mm. All right. Okay. Mm. Can we move back to the point that was not? <laughs> I don't to even that? remember what the point was. Oh, I know. So let me get back to it. Mom and dad are fighting. Mom and dad are fighting. <laughs> mm. So anyway, so one of the things that was really nice, especially in the second match, was seeing the the partnership between the two players. Um, they each assisted, you know, because Davies Davy had a goal, which was assisted on by Jonathan David. Davies set up, I think, two of Jonathan, the other two of Jonathan David's goals. Um, anyway, and they just, they had a nice, they had a nice give and take. You know, they talked about it a little bit after the match. Um, so the question that sort of has been buzzing around a little bit is, what is the nickname for this duo now? And I would like to put, proffer mine first because I, I quite enjoy it. I think Mark, you will appreciate it. Mm. Uh, Duncan, you may as well. Actually, uh, the Killer D's. Mm. Mm. That's pretty good. <laughs> Thank you. I, I, I am. I am actually really proud of it. Um, I mean, and it is the wrestling reference, in case anyone is wondering. No, I, I was thinking Houston Astros. I well, and that's why I made the. That's why I made the the qualification. It is not baseball. It is wrestling. Because it's a Bagwell, Biggio, and and. Boggs? Maybe. Wade Boggs was he in that? I don't know. Anyway, the, the Killer Bees wrestling. Yes. Yes. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Max. Oh, um, honestly, I I can't honestly I can't say that I've got a good one, mostly because while I was while everybody was enjoying the uh, the Suriname match um, and losing their mind in English. I chose Odd 2 as my audio input and got to listen to the French commentary. Amazing. And yeah, yeah, amazing. One, that there was French commentary. And two, it's not Wheeler doing French. It was fantastic. (laughs) So at one, like every once in a while, you know, you you pick up on David, David. Yeah, like just losing his mind. Um, uh, le, le, le duo, I'm just, I'm, I'm pretty sure he said it like le duo dynam- dynamique. And I'm, like, uh-huh. I'm here for that. That is a fabulous fucking nickname, le duo dynamique. That's not um, bad. And and I mean, obviously, if you were if if you were if you were 
French and listening to the French feed, you'd be like, meh, is that the best you can do? <laughs> but uh, I'll, if, if I don't know who would be listening to it, who is French and listening to the feed in French and listening to our podcast. But allow me to explain how much Wheeler's annoying in English. And <laughs> anything in French is refreshing mm. at this point. Because whatever he would say uh, could be come up with by any grade two class in any city in any part of this country. And it would probably be funnier. So, yeah, ever since he said that, Le Duo Dynamique, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm here for that. I'm absolutely here for it. So I could not come up with anything better than the French commentator. I wish I caught his name. He was excellent. And he did it solo. So he... Oh, nice. Brilliant work. Um, Le Duo Dynamique. Hmm. So I, I feel like I had seen people... I'd seen it on Twitter or wherever that this was going to be an option. I thought when I looked at on sort of one soccer, like they, my options were oh, it is the live channel, and I, I didn't see the French commentary option. Where, oh, where did you? It's so when you're on. For those of you who want this life hack, yes, when yes. You, when you watch your uh, uh, any matches on one soccer, hmm. down in the little gear, you will see. Uh, when it pops up for resolution, you know, 720p, 480p, the random ones in between for some reason, the second tab shows headphones up at the top of that little pop-up. Hmm. And there you'll see two options. Now, for the for the, for the the Aruba match, it said uh, uh, Ing and uh, Stadium Experience. And mm-hmm. much, to my dispa- much to my dismay, it was the same. I can't imagine a stadium experience that has Gareth Wheeler in my ear. So, so for for Suriname, uh, it said odd one, odd two, A U D, A U D. So um, instantly, as soon as I heard his over enthusiastic, I immediately moused over there and went and found odd two, and was greeted with the most delightful French play by play I've ever heard in my life. So yeah. Yeah, so. I I am definitely down for trying to find that, and hopefully it's an option for all future games. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll be perfectly yeah. honest with you, Dunk. Um, I will probably tweet it out as soon as I find it. <laughs> screenshot. <laughs> I will screen. I will yes. send a screenshot going like, "This is how you find. <laughs> this is how you find freedom from Wheeler." <laughs> uh, excellent thank you um anyway to back to the question sorry about that i know that no this is valuable valuable information for for the world to know so never apologize mac um yeah as far as nicknames go i mean i can't get past the, the obvious of just like you know the daves these are the daves i know i know these sure. are the daves i know yes you know and you know, give me some alley dave and Johnny Dave, I, I don't know exactly. You know, the, I mean, the only other option that can really come up is uh, yeah, the double Ds. It's like, I ain't you. Who doesn't like that? But it's. Uh, but, yeah. yeah, I know. I, I, I went to that too and I was like, mm. eh. Mm. I'm, I'm going to get punched if I say that one. So I'm going to walk. Eh, I feel like that's <laughs> not good. And I mean, we the killer Ds do is it. not, is like, like the, you know. I like the killer Ds. It's, it makes me happy. It's mm. good, but it's, it's on the fringe of that. The one that Duncan said. So, like the killer D's. The killer D's. What? What? Um, what, 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 what? So, what was it? The double D's. 
Yeah, I was going with the double Ds. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. It's like if if you were to draw like a, you know, where where the center is like, whoa, that's you're gonna get a hit for that. Killer Ds, depending <laughs> on what kind of pervert you are, uh, it's in it's on it's in the field. Nowhere near the center, but it's there. It's somewhere by. Yeah, but the former is intentional. The right, killer deeds, right. I have zero intention of that being no, it. This it's is a wrestling Here, But here's the thing, Kristen. Here's the thing. If you're a 12 year old boy at heart. Yeah. 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 yeah think about that one. Yeah. Don't. Don't think about that one. So I'm just saying, it's great. I still love it. And I'm, and I'm, and I'm, that part of me is suppressed. The wrestling part of me is suppressed the. 12 year old immature asshole so yeah i mean I, I was trying to think i mean there's obviously other things you can be going with that you know d right is just various things i can buy you know it's like the, the d bags <laughs> I, uh, Nobody I, score. I feel i feel like that is not a great option no no it, it's no. not a complimentary yeah it's not a uh, maybe no. for opposition teams there you mm. go we're, we're we're helping out opposition teams now mm. Mm-hmm. Look at us. We're we're so nice. Yeah, if, if, they, um, if they both score a hat trick, it's a, it's a debagging. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, double double, you know, but barf, no. Um, yeah. No. Yeah. Anyway, uh, since you did mention the Daves, I, I do have to throw out that uh, Rob Notenboom and Stephen Sandor came up with a little a little ditty uh, based on the classic Kids in the Hall song. Excellent. These are the days I know. Yes, um, so they it's it. on it's on the Voyager's uh, Twitter. Um, if you want to take a look notes. at it, you, you don't we'll put, a, you're not going to sing it right now. I am Kristen. not going to sing it right now. Good no. God! No. I, mm, boo. Sorry. Boo. Sorry. What? Why? What are we here for, Kristen? If not you, to, you, we're we're here to listen to me sing. Really? Although I do sing in a lot of the shows, it's true. It's true. Um, Oh. Oh, there's something really good, but we're not really going to tell you about it. <laughs> I just told Come you about on. it. Oh, I just really. told you about it. Not really. Mm, boo. That's fine. Maybe next week. Boo, Kristen. You know what? If they win past Haiti, I will sing it next week. Deal. Okay? Better warm All up. All right. I, I will. I, that's that's that solemn promise. I've just crossed my heart. You can't see it, but I did it. And I'm not doing any scout salute or anything because I wasn't one, but pinky swear. I'll, I'll ping, you know. Anyway. Um, anyway yeah, if they, they win next ver- week, I will sing the Dave's chant. Excellent. Yeah, they were very good. Alfonso did a lot of, you know, fast or tricky things. Jonathan did some sort of clinical things. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Fun can't to watch. Complain. So them winning, mm. of course, means on to the second round Woo. up against dun 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 Haiti, oh. um, mm. our nemesis, girl. Yeah. recent nemesis, recent nemesis. Mm. Um, as long as you most... lose the RKE a bunch of times, yeah, 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 right? I was gonna say, I, it's only been one, but then yeah, you get into club football and fucking RKE. Well, then there was also the Olympic qualifiers that they had a hand in putting Canada out. So, but the the main Mm. one is the gold cup from two years ago. Um, Speaking of experimental Jonathan Herman lineups. um, (laughs) So that anyway, the defender thing didn't really pan out. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they obviously, they are the reason that Canada did not advance in the gold cup in 2019. Um, 
and much of that squad is part of this squad like this is the you know it's the same generation same iteration so there's at least you know there's some personal revenge it seems a bit harsh but anyway there's there's some there's some scores to be settled or something like that um mm. so two matches against haiti in the next uh four days five days so they play saturday afternoon um in haiti at 5 p.m which if the weather mm. is anything like it was when they were playing against nicaragua is going to be horrific um it's like uh, 5 p.m you mean like 5 p.m our time yes 5 p.m eastern time sorry perfect that's um, gonna be a long day of football Yes. Okay. yes oh my God. Yeah. I starts, it starts at nine. So, yep. Nine, um, 12, three, five. Jesus. Yep. And then <laughs> collapse. Yeah. Um, yeah. Tomorrow's much easier. Women's game in the morning, couple hours off, one, one Euro match. Done. Mm. Easy breezy. The rest, no, not so much. Um, so, and then Tuesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern time. I believe in Bridgeview again um, as the home match for Canada. Mm. Um, and yeah, this is, this is it. This winning this tie gets Canada into the octo. Um, Zip zap. Wow. An excellent point. Good one. No, he said it. I know. It's true. He was holding, mm. he was holding the, he was holding back just for this one exact yeah. thing. Um, so yeah, so there is, you know, it's it's Canada playing a slightly, you know, better opponent. Um, and put Haiti above, uh, well, obviously above Aruba, but certainly above Suriname. Um, this is one of the one of the more difficult opponents that Canada will have faced recently. Um, mm -hmm. And this is a good time for that. Like you've got again. Everyone started, everyone seems to be coming together. Um, they have, you know, you can at least get see the World Cup in their sights. They can see the Octo in their sights and have that um, very strong motivation to, to capitalize on, mm -hmm. yeah, what is a very talented side, um, a lot of expectations from, um, from Canadian soccer fans, um, obviously from themselves. But you do have, you know, and the one thing, of course, they keep leaning on um, is how many Canadian players that have played abroad, uh, that play abroad, you know, won championships with their respective teams this year. Um, so players that are playing at a high level, all of these things. So, you know, they know how to win. They know how to compete. Um, all that mm -hmm. stuff is, is, you know, coming to the forefront a lot. So there are, there are expectations. Um, Yes, I, mean, I do feel being talking the sort of revenge and what have you. I, I imagine you actually qualifying for the the ocho, the octagon, the whatever you're going to call it. The octopus. I like calling it the octo. The octopus. I'm going to yeah. go with and the octopus. There we go. Mm, octopus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I feel like that should be the bigger motivation. Like, yeah, all right, you lost the game a couple of years back. Embarrassing, but you know things happen. But yeah, you. Canada is clearly the better team, but um, yeah, Haiti and uh, Haitian teams in general seem to be able to beat Canadian teams when they shouldn't. So yeah, I don't know. It's 
they should win. And you, you've got to hope, you've got to think at this point, is that right? You're talking about all these players that have won leagues and championships and trophies and what have you. Is that right? Should we be moving on beyond this whole idea of, oh, yeah, Canada's a weak team that will just crumble, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, ideally we can. This will be a very nice time for them to prove it. I feel... You know, the, the Suriname game was had potential for to be one of those that, yeah, Canada should win, but yeah, who knows? And they did exactly what they should. Yes. Now, you know, this is a, another further little step up. You know, we should be beating Haiti, but will we? I don't know. See, see, this is what happens when you get history on your side. Yeah. It's, <laughs> you, the the self-doubt almost starts at the same time as the hope. Mm. Um yeah, I, I like to me. To me, it's it's it's. I I continuously go back to, um, how can like this is? It's because I just don't know. How can Haiti be this good? And I don't know. Really? Like it, it's kind of like I, I always feel too that that the sum the sum of Canada's parts never seems to equal um, what they are individually. Uh, it, it's usually less, mm-hmm. and and nations like Haiti who constantly show up for these things are better than some of its parts. And that's how they get shit done. I'm looking at their roster and there's nothing on here that really screams like, Whoa, like, Oh yeah. I forgot about that guy. He plays for. Mm. Yeah. There's a few people that I recognize. Oh, that's that guy from MLS. Yeah. That guy. Exactly. Yeah. That guy from MLS, uh, no killer D's, but, uh, (laughs) Yeah, no. there. I'm gonna I'm gonna make it work, Kristen. Thank you. I appreciate um, that. Yeah, there's no dual dynamic here. That's for sure. <laughs> but like, but that's the thing, right? So, so like, we always like we should be able to beat these guys two nil on any night of the week. Mm-hmm. But we're Canada, and we won't. <laughs> we will get a draw here. <laughs> we will concede a late panic goal there. We mm-hmm. will give up the crappiest goal in the third minute and then spend 87 minutes desperately trying to erase it, except failing miserably. And, you know, they'll, they'll get 20 shots on net, but the goalie only made two saves. Like it'd be shit like that. Right. <laughs> because we've seen it. We've seen it before. There's a couple. They should win. Sorry, go ahead. The Canada should win. Uh, but uh, uh, I'm, I'm trying to get past it. Like I'm trying to get past that. Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I want to be, I mean, we obviously all want to be, but I'm, I'm actively trying to go. Yeah. We've got the shit. Like the, even the Suriname match, like the number of, you know, pundits were like, Whoa, this is Suriname. I'm like, I'll come the, let's just pull, tear the bandage off and have an ego for once. Let's just <laughs> pretend, let's pretend that we've got this shit and look what happened. They had it. They had it. Shaky first start, notwithstanding, whatever. Best great teams have shaky first starts. Canada once got a draw against Brazil, and they went on to win the fucking World Cup. Anything is possible. <laughs> Let's enjoy. Let's embrace. Mm. So, yeah, yeah. Let's okay. So, but there's there, there's a couple a couple players of note, or a couple players to sort of you know think about. Um, one is Derek Etienne, who uh, does play in MLS. Um, basically has always played in MLS, currently plays for the crew, um, has, is, is from the Red Bull system mostly and has, had done well for them, is doing okay for the crew this year, scored a very nice goal against uh, Nicaragua uh, in, their, in their match on the weekend. Um, 
so he's someone to sort of just be just be mindful of but the other is uh Mikhail Cantave and who is a player from Ottawa born in Ottawa he's Canadian who made a switch um in 2018 uh his <laughs> father is from Haiti and uh, he played for a little bit for the Canadian in the Canadian youth system not like four appearances so not anything massive but uh plays for Haiti now he won't be playing in the first match because he got a red card against Nicaragua. So, yeah, so we won't see him in the first match, but we'll see him in the return match. And again, he's, he's like, he's a decent midfielder. He's not like lights out or anything, but it's just one of those interesting stories that kind of works into matches like this, that we don't often experience from the other side anymore. Do you know what I mean? So it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's anyways. So it's an interesting little sort of side note. Um, for this matchup. Uh, Looking through, I mean, I'm trying to see there, they've got uh, some guys that plays for Huffix. This ah. is uh, Gems Jeffrad. He's a defender. He's uh, apparently registered to Huffix. Oh. According to Wikipedia. Well then. Um, oh, so and from Montreal. Okay, I know you guys are on Wikipedia. Don't scroll back. Have you seen the coach's name? Do you guys have you seen this? <laughs> I did. Yes. Okay. No, did. I didn't. All I right, didn't. Kristen, 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 Kristen. Don't look. Okay. Off the top of your head, name the three most stereotypical French names you can think of. Go. First names. Male first names. Think of it. Go. Jean. Hmm. Um. Uh. Oh my God, my brain is stuck on that. Yeah. Um, Jean Augustine, no, as a full name. Um, uh, Michelle. Okay, Ooh. and? And Robert. Wow, really? Really? <laughs> or two more, two more. Give me two more. Two more. Shush, just two more. Do the science. Here we go. No, two I more. can't. My brain is frozen. Oh, my God. What am I missing? No, see, now I'm concerned because now I feel stupid. What? No, what? no, you don't feel, no. Okay. Just, just tell me. Uh, Duncan, spoil it. <laughs> Head coach. Jean-Jacques-Pierre. Oh, my God. Okay, I do feel stupid now, but seriously, that's his name? <laughs> that's his name. That's a head coach. Jean-Jacques-Pierre. Jean-Jacques-Peter. Jean-Michel, whatever, the, what was the last one? Robert. Robert. Yeah, that guy's, that guy's yeah, never gotten a bad. Jean-Michel Robert. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> he's not, he's not going to coach any team. Jean-Jacques-Pierre. Wow. Wow. Yes. That's amazing. That's amazing. I love it. I love it. All right. Well, did, did you know as well? I going through this uh, the Wikipedia. Nineteen seventy three, Haiti won the gold cup. Mm. Really? 1971, they finished second. Nineteen seventy three, they won the gold cup. They qualified for the nineteen seventy four World Cup. Don't ask how it went. Uh, nineteen seventy seven Gold Cup again. They finished second. So they were a fucking powerhouse in the seventies. Yeah, that, that doesn't surprise me. I feel like it surprised me. No, no, no. In the sense, <laughs> I mean, in the sense, like before things got really crap down there. Mm. Um, ah, I, well, I feel, yeah. I feel like that was that. Like, it's plausible that like, they would. While say Trinidad might not have been that good in the seventies, Haiti would have like a shift in power type thing. So, mm. uh, but. I mean, to, to be fair, I mean, when they got to the World Cup within their group, they were in a group with Italy, Argentina, Poland, and then Haiti. I mean, they were never going to come out of that. No. You can't no. hold that against them. They were happy to be there. 
Yes. That is the type of group I want Canada to be in. Look, <laughs> we have excuses this time. <laughs> anyway, so mm. two matches against Haiti, Saturday, Tuesday. Um, it's tough to do scores just because do you want to do scores for both matches? We can. Yes. Do it. All right, go. <laughs> Which ones are, are we at home first or are they at no, home? No, we're away first. We're in Haiti on Saturday and we're at home, quote unquote, in Bridgeview on Tuesday. Is it actually in Haiti or is it like somewhere in the Dominican or something or a... Is, is there going to be crowds and what have you or anything like, do we know anything about that? I don't anyway. know if they're going to do crowds. I feel like there's, there's, um, I feel like there's not going to be crowds because I think there's an issue at their stadium. I don't know. Mm. Um, well, I mean, if, if, if Aochi wasn't, uh, you know, if they couldn't find a stadium in Haiti that was good enough and they had to go over, then, you know, maybe the national team do as well. Anyway, I am going to be optimistic and go with, you know, Canada will go out there and fucking just clear this out in the uh, first game. 3-0 and then 2-1 to Canada. <laughs> Boom. So 3-0 in Haiti, 2-1 in Bridgeview? Yes. Devs are going to be all over this. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm going to go I'm going to go 2-1 Canada in Haiti and 2-0 in Bridgeview. All right. There will likely not be fans um in Haiti due to uh a recent surge of COVID-19 cases, apparently, mm-hmm. um, at Silvio. This will be playing at Silvio Couture Stadium. Um, all right. So let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I am thinking 1-1 in Haiti and then 3-0 in Bridgeview for Canada. Mm-hmm. All right. You're going uh, to get it a little bit. Is it going to be tense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. And then talking, they'll... talking of it being tense and everything, I feel like you know Andy Petrillo at, at half times was like, "Oh, it was kind of squeaky bum time there." It's like, mm, I enjoy Andy Petrillo talking about squeaky bum time. I do, but at half in within the first half, no, it's like right at the end of the game. I know it was. I know I, mm. I did the same thing. I was like, "No, Andy, no. Who told you to say that? That's not I, the right thing." Yeah. And then she kept saying it. Mm. To be it's, fair, it is probably one of the most fun it is. phrases to say, especially if you're not fully aware of how that works. <laughs> like hear, like hearing non-British people say squeaky bum time is just like, it just sounds different. Like you don't know. It's like when they, it's like when they told you how to swear in another language and you start doing it. It's just like, it loses all meaning when you do it. <laughs> kind of <laughs> like that. So yeah, squeaky bum time. All right. Mm. So uh, the matches will be on one soccer again. Um, so seems they've hopefully they've 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 fixed the broadcasting issues. Hopefully, fingers crossed. This Tuesday nights went fairly well. Hopefully, the added potentially added viewership for the ones against Haiti will not strangle the system. And they appear to mm. have fixed all the canceled subscriber issues 
that happened. Because <laughs> that was that was Tuesday's fun was everyone being like, uh, excuse me, uh, excuse me, uh, excuse me, where some was it cancelled or expired? Or expired. I don't know. I can't remember what Wait, I was seeing. But was I not supposed to renew? Because I did. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you might I, have to check. I did in the end. Oh, yeah, I, I feel like I had problems a couple of months back, and eventually, yeah, I did renew for this one. And it was no issue. The question where we're talking about one soccer and everything, Mark. To go back to your like odd to the the French channel, yes. Half half time, did it just automatically go back to uh, the the regular you know Andy Petrillo, yes. Christian Jack, Oliver Platt? Yes, thing? it did. On on excellent because I I am all about that. It's all right. This is good. Andy Petrillo very much knows what she's doing, even if yeah. it's squeaky bum time. She maybe hasn't quite got that right, but. You know, she's good at hosting, mm-hmm. and Oliver Platt and Kristen Jack know what they're talking about without trying to be, oh, look at me, look how fucking controversial I am. And that's delightful, really. That's all you need. That's fair. Yeah. Agreed. Um, I will also say um, uh, for, for Ian Hume, mm-hmm. is he, is he yeah. acting classes? I don't know. It is so <laughs> intense when he gives insight. I'm like, I should I be afraid? <laughs> <laughs> he's just going over like tactics and stuff and i'm like i'm going to die at the end of this aren't i he's coming for my family and i don't know why he's, he's, anyway just he, i loved it i loved it he's looked death in the eye he's got a metal plate oh, yeah, in his no, head he not, doesn't give a shit Mark. he doesn't have to give a shit <laughs> yeah. he's he's been he's been clear of giving a shit for a long time yeah. full power to ian mm-hmm. just walks up hey you see the scar yeah you think I'm fucking scared of you? Let's fucking go. Boom. And, yeah, but if yeah. you could say it in Ian Hume's voice, mm. I bet it would sound so fucking cool. Like, I mean, movie <laughs> fucking cool. Like, they're going to have, like, Jason Statham's going to play him in the movie, but Statham's now mm. got to learn how to speak like him. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's doable. I feel like that's doable, though. It, it'll happen. Um, anyway, so we've got the men's matches, but we also have two matches from the women uh, also in the next few days. So uh, tomorrow, day after recording, um, in the morning, 11 a.m. Eastern time uh, against the Czech Republic. And then on Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern time. uh, Yes, there will be a conflict. Yes, everybody has two devices. Suck it up. These are both friendlies, obviously, Mm. against Brazil. The match on Monday is against Brazil. So uh, both friendlies, but in, you know, tune-up, warm-up, final preparations, Bev Priestman evaluating her her squad in advance of the Olympics, which start next month. And Is anybody else still not really entirely convinced that they are going to start? Oh, me too. I I keep waiting for the announcement that they've been cancelled every day. Mm. Absolutely. I I am very I'm like 30% certain they're going to happen. The rest of it, I'm just like, they're cancelling it. Cancelling. Or shifting it to 12 other countries. I don't know. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Some friends like Brazil. That, that's a good. Uh, I, the Czech Republic, good. I theoretically, I, I, I don't appreciate know. the order that they're in. 
Like, I feel like if, if we play Brazil first and then the Czech Republic next, it's like, that's that's not ramping up for anything. If anything, that's winding down. Let's get let's, let's just get this shit over with. Is what that that order feels like? If it was Brazil first, then go. this feels like we can do it, guys. We can do it, and I'm I love it. I, I love it. I feel I feel like it should be good. Well, I'm yeah. I'm looking forward to both. I think I feel like the Czech Republic match is it's like it's like the men playing Aruba. Like that should be that should be the easy match. I'm sorry, Czech Republic, mm, okay. but but the Brazil one, like that's. You know, Brazil is one of the one of the best teams in the world for 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 the women. Um, that should be a real that should be a really tough test, a really good test. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very like I'm very much looking forward to watching both matches though for different reasons, right? Um, and you know, she's got barring a couple injuries, um, Priestman has pretty much all of her top players in the camp which is really exciting. And she hasn't had that um, much this past year. So this could be a lot of fun to watch just in terms of who's going to be out there. Um, so I'm really looking forward to those. So again, those are on one soccer. Um, all right, well, let's do predictions then. So against the Czech Republic, I'm going to say three nil. I'll go six. You just said Czech Republic is like Aruba. So I'm going to go six. <laughs> six nil. And it's right. not because it's seven dunk. Um, uh, true. But, yeah. I'm going to go two nil. Ooh. Yeah. All right then. I'm hoping I'm like, I'm hoping I'm wrong, but I'm going to go with two. Okay. Um, and against Brazil? They will lose two one. Um. Fuck it, draw one all. I was gonna say one all too. I'm gonna st- I'm gonna go with it. I'm gonna go with it. I yeah yeah yeah. No, I'm gonna stick with it. I'm gonna stick with it. I'm gonna be positive. I'm gonna be positive. All right. Um. One Zip other zap. thing. Zip zap. Um, <laughs> so 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 insightful. Um. Mm-hmm. So the one other thing with uh. Canada right now um, is that they finally have a kit manufacturer, et cetera, et cetera. So th- their big announcement the other day was, look, here's our new partnership with Fanatics. Oh, dear gods. That was fun seeing tweets from p- other people whose federations use Fanatics going, ah, good luck with that, Canadian fans. Um <laughs> And I saw that uh, multiple times. I was like, oh, I feel so joyful about all of this. That can think reminds me, I, you know, I was on TFC signed Chris Armas. I feel like there were a lot of people, I mean, New York fans or what have you, was just like, oh, <laughs> oh okay then. And like other MLS teams, like, well, fuck, thank God we dodged that bullet. Yeah. And so it's a similar kind of thing. I, it seems to be, yeah, yeah. Are um, the Chris Armas of kids people <laughs> so it was it, you know originally it was exciting because one of the things Canadian fans have been asking for one a place to buy the kits to mm. be able to get names and numbers and stuff on that so this got released and on the on the on the face of it on the surface of it it's very exciting it's like woohoo finally we can do this until for me anyway and, and not just me I've, I saw a lot of people sort of similar reactions um 
So there's a lot of, it feels very half done. It's very half-assed. I feel like they've rushed this so that they can try to capitalize on um, the, the men Olympics. advancing through the World Cup qualifiers, the women going to the Olympics. Mm. Um, so there's two designs. The men's squad has one design. The women's squad has another one, which is rare. Usually both squads have the same design. Um, and the women's design is by far the superior. Yes, it is. Um, but when you go to, so you go into the shop. So first thing, hardly inclusive sizing, um, especially for the women. Not that the men's, in the men's, the highest that the men's go up is a 2X. Uh, the women's doesn't go above an XL. You can only get, if you have children and you want to get kids kits, only the men's kit is available in, in the kids shop, not the women's. Hmm. In the women's options, there isn't an option to buy a plane kit that doesn't have a name or number on it. Hmm. Wow. And there's no, obviously, there's no, there's no men's option for the women's design and vice versa. Now, women hmm. are used to buying, having to buy the men's kit and just dealing with it, whatever. But there's a lot of issues with it. And there's a lot of, like, did they focus group this at all did they ask anybody and and I've, I've heard some people saying that oh we're looking they're looking into it they, they they're looking you know that that's something they'll they'll investigate because I think someone said they they made an inquiry well if I need a bigger size I'll look into that for well, you I'm, which I'm, isn't I'm, an answer and that means no, no fuck you not only is it not an answer it's not even going to be a response yeah uh, mm. uh, I, I I speak from experience uh I miss Umbro so much. I I, I kind of don't, but whatever. I, I I just I. What kills me is that for the first time in a long time, I want a Canada kit. Yeah. I want a. I want the women's kit. Yeah. And I want to put Quinn on the back. And yes. I, I want that mm. so fucking bad. Yeah. Except that they don't make men's. They don't make them in men's. No. I'm like. They I'm barely like, make I, them in at, women's. At this point, I kind of feel like, you know what? Maybe I never want to get a Canada kit. Yeah. It's never going to be it, it, like, I feel like when it does get around to like, hey, Mark, we've thought of you this time. Here you go. It's like, wow, you made the shittiest possible kit. Thank you. Like, as if that's the thing that's going to appease me. Like, that's the thing that's going to have me separate 150 bucks is a piss away idea and execution. Yep. and whatever like whatever at this point i've seen enough like adidas umbro nike score if, for those of you who remember them yeah like like fuck you what whatever guys what the fuck ever like Im impress me when you actually do something i'm not even gonna say right i'm gonna go properly impress me when you do something properly and also, can we get past this bullshit of having the like a women's kit and a men's kit? Like, I hate the fact that they're separated. I do appreciate that for the first time, it seems like in a long time, the women have got a nicer kit than the men. That's usually never happens. Mind you, that I pro they'll probably move more women's kits than men's kits in general. I mean, but like, yeah, I, I feel like it's usually the same. It's not. An, yeah, they should. I'm, I don't. I'm I feel very stunned though that you know, oh they they don't do like a men's kit. I mean, I, I feel like I've seen. Plenty of 
sort of men sort of wearing Canada jerseys with yeah. Sinclair on the back or what have you. And I feel like I could imagine a lot of people wanting to do that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, but it, it just, I, I'm like, I'm kind of, I, it's a, it's, I wouldn't even call it a hill to die on, but like, I feel like though it's important that there's a women's national team and a men's national team, I'm not trying to necessarily homogenize them, but I want, I want, I want the sensation of wearing the Canada shirt to be the same, regardless of which one you play for. Yeah. Well, and any it, other Canada kit I have, I know both teams wore it. Right. Right. Exactly. And, but like, that's, that, that's, that, that's the Canada kit for this cycle. Yeah. Everybody can get it except for you can't anymore. And you know, half, half asked, whatever. Like, well, and then the other thing. So again, on 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 this this CanadaSoccerStore.com, brought to you by Fanatics and <laughs> Nike. Fuck you. Um, is that there? So in the men's in the men's store in the men's store because the men of course get all the options. Um, so not only is there a red kit, there's a black kit, and there's a white kit. So there's mm. alternates. The women only have the red kit. Again, the far superior. Oh, can you imagine that red kit in black? Oh, anyway. Um, options to get without names or numbers, which of course costs less. Um, and then long sleeve shirts and t-shirts. Now there's t-shirts on the in the women's one, of course, shorter sleeves and scoop necks because you know that's what we want. Um, no long sleeve options. Like the women's options are really, really limited. And when you look at what the two teams separately have achieved over the years and what usually draws more people to matches right now, like they're, cap they're trying to capitalize on the wrong things. Yes, the men have like the sexy stuff going on with the World Cup qualifiers. So that is that. But the women have achieved more and generally draw bigger crowds. And, and they're anyway. about to play in the Olympics. Exactly. Again, which has been historically where they are Vikings. Yes. Yeah. Mm. So it all just it's it's very disappointing to me. And, and I and I'm you know, I'm happy to see some people that are happy that what is being offered, what limited options are being offered are good for them. And that's great. I am excited for people who have been waiting and have options, but this cuts out a huge, huge portion of Canadian soccer fans. And it also shoots themselves in the foot, not having, you know, better size inclusivity, but also the options for the men to get the women's kit and vice versa, because people will buy both. People mm -hmm. will spend their money and it just, yeah. Rah. Yes. Sorry. I've been very angry about this since it happened. And I, 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 uh. Main thing that jumped out to me is like, eh, the kids, nah, I didn't particularly care about either design. I was like, hey, what t-shirts have you got available? And it's like, they're like fucking $60. No exactly. thanks. Scarves like $40. Yeah, yeah fuck no you. Thanks. Yeah. Get Rough. a Voyager scarf for 20 bucks. It'll be better. Mm. Marketing. Damn mm. right. Yeah, what, what should have been very, very exciting is just, you know, become kind of this morale thing. Yes. So, but whatever. Yeah. Go Canada, go. Mm -hmm. 
But, yeah, I mean, like, Tony, what, what do you think about these kits? Well, I mean, in general, the, the, you know, the template of the kit is so basic anyway. It's practically a Nike training top with a Canada kit anyway. I don't even know why anyone would want it. And the as men's far as one, other no, two, but look at the women's one. Much different. Yeah, I know. Well, one. I, it's a shame that they uh, didn't do uh, much. I, I mentioned this early in the show, I think. But anyway, um, it was, it was, one, was it the NWSL who has one of their teams brought out like the unisex kit yes. and then like the slim kit? Yep. Yeah. So it, it, I, I don't understand why they would want to cut off 50% of their market. But, you know, mm-hmm. hey, what do I know? Yeah. Oh, hey, one of these Canadian women has just recently-ish become the all-time leading scorer in international goals and everything. You know, is that something that uh, sort of Canadian men soccer fans would want to celebrate? No. Don't be silly. Mm. No, there probably is. I mean, you know, in their old school marketing way, there's probably a bunch of old white dudes sitting in a an office saying, well, men will, won't buy the women's kit, right? That, that's where the thinking probably comes from. It's outdated, and and they obviously don't understand the uh, subculture of kit collecting as well. But uh, no offense, Mark, to call you a subculture. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm just I'm happy to be part of the conversation. Sandwiches are delicious. So. Oh, I was talking about periscopes, but yeah, that's oh. fine. But uh, yeah, it's, it's probably outdated, you think. I don't know. I, I don't know what, what the thinking would be of why they wouldn't just want to have more is better, but hey. And as far as the t-shirts go, why would you buy t-shirts there when there's a selection of Canadian t-shirts on uh, the vocal minority store? Exactly. This is mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. And if you don't this believe is- us, Rob, Rob Notenboom wears his Gulf FC t-shirt proudly all the time. So yeah. That's a quality tee. And they don't, they don't cost $60. No, they do not. <laughs> uh, Canadian designed. Mm, important. I'd say union labor, but, you know, Knowles won't <laughs> acknowledge us. Mm-hmm. Still. Whatever. There's actual news. Things are actually happening. No, seriously, the 2021 Campiel season. There are there are dates. There's a location. There's new kits. Things are happening. New sponsors. Oh, they're fun. Um, so season announcement. Officially official. <laughs> Tired of letting Sergio Camargo steal all of their thunder. The league finally announced the bubble in Winnipeg. Um, which our friend Alan is insisting on calling the Wibble. Um, it's not bad. Well, yeah. The Winnipeg Bubble, the Wibble. Yeah, yeah it's, right. it works. it's like it's like that's trouble with tribbles. Mm-hmm. Did you just make a Star Trek reference? I did. Are, are you, are you proud okay? of me? I'm so proud of you. You have no idea. I literally have like a little like I'm a little chuffed here. Aww. 
thought they were going to say chubbed. Weird. <laughs> now, now. Um, anyway, oh my, so... Oh my. As, star, as they would say in Star Trek, oh my. <laughs> See? So More Star Trek. I know. This is... Mm. This yeah. is this, I'm so thrown off base here. Make um, some so. to go. <laughs> Stop it! Darth Make Vader. Yes. There we go. There we go. Make it happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Audible facepalm. <laughs> anyway, so the season is to begin on June 26th, as Sergio told us, um, in Winnipeg. And um, the tournament is called the kickoff. Mm. Mm. I have any questions. <laughs> I, just, I, bet, I bet the CFL marketing staff thought that was amazing. Oh, I just yeah. Don't. The meeting went like this. Is first kick taken? Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Kickoff. A kickoff could last, you know, eight games over more than a month, right? Sure. Right? sure. I, I just, yeah. It hurts my yeah. brain so much. Mm-hmm. And eight games. Why eight games? I, yeah. Ugh. I still, I'm still trying to figure out the explanation on that one. I saw someone try to explain it, and then I think I just like ran away from the explanation. I didn't want to look at it. Um, so How it many starts... points on a maple leaf, Duncan? Hmm? <laughs> hmm? Yeah. Really? Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. All right. So, um, so two matches on the Saturday, two matches on the Sunday. Uh, the opening match are the Eddies versus Otletti. Which followed... kind of maple leaf? Norwegian? Ooh. I don't know the answer um, to that. Followed <laughs> by the, the, the coastal derby of the Aquaman versus the Wanderers. Mm. And then on the Sunday, you oh, got... Costico? Like, oh. It's not a derby, either way. You're no, I know Classico, that. Sure, but, oh, Costico. Costico. Mm. Well, I like that. Someone, mm. Tony, you're in charge of trademarking. Trademark that bitch. Um and then on Sunday, I, I, hand- I want that on a T-shirt. <laughs> I don't know why you just called Duncan a bitch. <laughs> the best thing about the T-shirt it's is this. Uh, there was no <laughs> comma implied in that statement. Uh, there was enough implication there, but the best part about that, the the C and bitch had the circle around it. <laughs> um, so on the Sunday, uh, the Handies and the Peggers are the opening match there, and then the Pony Boys versus uh why united um at, at the, the second match why not um, united though why not united exactly so in these in these, in these stressful in these, times these, yeah mm. uh and the full schedule is now up on the campia website so you can see all 32 matches in their glory Ooh, excitement um and who closes this out Last match of the tournament on the 24th. Why not United versus the Eddies? Um, the times are, you know, ranges from 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. So who knows? Eastern time. Mm-hmm. Um, so wow, the, the, I, I games are going to happen. Yeah. Games are going to happen. I feel maybe bad we'll for catch some it, of the, maybe it won't. Who I feel knows? bad for some of the East Coast people, though, who are going to be like, Game starts at midnight. What? Ah. Um, Wheeler's um, voice will wake him up. <laughs> are, are there any Halifax games starting at midnight? Well, once you factor, if not, then 
For no, coffee, you're right. It I, spoke, I, 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 miss, I misspoke. I local thought there was markets. Local markets. Mm. No, you're right. They've, they've, they've. Well, that one starts at like nine. That's not the, That's not so bad. That's fine. Mm. Um. Anyway, so the schedule's up. Matches are happening. Huzzah! So that's that's good. Um, a couple of people have pointed out, I think accurately, that you're going to have two teams out of the league that have had almost no training time. They're, they're, they're basically going to have three weeks of training um, based on, you know, restrictions in Ontario. And every other club has had at, at minimum, you know, two, three weeks on them, which isn't a lot more, but it's actually a lot more. And then, of course, you have Ottawa, who's just been frolicking in Spain, doing whatever the fuck they want, so... Um, well, frolicking's not going to do you any good. No, it's a new training wrong, style, Tony. Don't, 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 uh, don't knock it's it until you've tried no, it. No, it's the wrong, it's the wrong motion completely. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, they, they've probably got better tan lines and you know, tan in general, but you know, is it going to help them? And anyway, this is fine. I mean, you know, York, they're fucked either way. Whatever, who cares? But you know, it's like Hamilton. All right, they're just going to be a little bit behind. You know, by the time the playoffs comes around, everyone else is going to be exhausted. Hamilton's just going to be rounding into super freshness. Into form? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you don't think you don't think Ottawa particularly has an unfair advantage in this? Jet lag, and mm. they've been pampered. They're already mm. back though. Yeah, but they, they, they've come back from you know late night Spanish feasts. You don't think the last two weeks has been just one giant fucking party that they've been kind of invited to hang about on the edge of? Yeah. Yeah. How do you trade in like, you know, hot sangria nights for beaver tails by the canal? Luis Suarez has probably bitten half of them. <laughs> that can't help. Does that mean they turn into Luis Suarez's and live forever? Oh, I think Lord. so, yes. That makes sense. Mine yeah. adds up. Wow. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, anyway, so it's happening. Um, it's called the kickoff. I mean, it's still... That's an unfair advantage if, if it's the case. Mm. A, the, bunch the, of, the, a bunch of uh, Luis eternal Suarez's? Luis Suarez's on a bloody <laughs> dominate the league. A team of Luis Suarez? I, yes, I think they would. Um, anyway, so in a, in a couple weeks, we'll do a proper look ahead preview etc cetera, etc cetera. maybe we'll have some more news about trainings and goings-ons and stuff like that but at least it's at least it's sorted and uh sergio camargo doesn't have to keep doing subtle and not so subtle tweets out there <laughs> although it has been delightful i i hope he continues his roving reporter ways because uh it's been it's been a lot of fun and clearly he just does not care if he gets in trouble and i'm here for it so Mm. Um, uh, so other news for Campiel mm. sponsors. Hey, sponsors. No. Mm. So one sponsor that is not a shirt sponsor um, is HelloFresh. So they're oh. partnering with they're partnering with a meal kit place. So good for them. What? what? Yeah. That's is the, the official meal kit of the CPL? It is. What the That's fuck's exactly a meal kitten? What? They was? It's a meal meal kitten. Yeah, it's like a Yeah. Yeah, we wow. got a sponsorship. That's it's good. It's good. 
So yes, that's the official official meal kit of the KMPL is uh, HelloFresh. Yes. Do they bring meals to the players who uh, make barely uh, any money? You know, yeah. A living wage? Oh, yeah. Not. That would be. <laughs> you can't afford meal. You can't afford meal kits on on those wages. Trust me, I know. <laughs> um, but that <Milk>. is. <laughs> That is uh, one of their new sponsors. The other new sponsor is uh, a little different. Um, so they announced a new new shirt sponsor, a new league sponsor. That is, what is it? Come on. Come is, on. Come on. Come on, sports betting. Mm. And online casino. And... Mm. That's not, am, an order. that's not an order. Uh, uh, I am so disappointed and really like it's it's it to me it's such a bad thing. Now the the delightful just the whole thing their their logo is come on with an exclamation mark and it's on the Outletty kits and it's hilarious. So that from like a you know innuendo ridiculous nonsense is super fun but the mm. fact that camp yell has decided to get in bed with uh online bookies and make them one of their primary sponsors is just to me like just just so stupid and so wrong and shouldn't be happening and yeah i I mean, nothing just, I say is going to be intelligent. I'm just angry about it. So, yeah. Duncan, please go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, it's still better than Winnipeg is sponsored by one soccer. That's gross. And York is sponsored by Macron. It's like, I, oh, my God, come on. I, you know, if you're going to do freaking sponsors, at least you know, get somebody who's presumably bringing some money in. And if you can't find somebody who's going to give you some money, don't, well, all right, well, we'll put the fucking league broadcaster on there. We'll put the kit manufacturer on there. Just go blank. Just go blank. That'd be delightful. I, You're a monster. Yeah, quite. But yeah, come on. I, mm, I, it's, it's, it's entertaining. I'll give it that. But uh, yeah, I, woof. Very interesting choice in a time when uh, other leagues around the world who have been like inundated by betting sponsors are taking a look at getting rid of them. England notably being, I don't well, know if it's going to happen, but they're taking, you know, exactly. pretty big studies into uh, getting uh, betting sponsors off of shirts. But, uh, and I mean, but that doesn't stop. Almost every club now has an official betting partner. So, yeah. I mean, having it. I, I think, it, I, I think Dwayne said this friend of the show, Dwayne Rollins, um, on Twitter, I think it was, if I'm not mistaken, it made an interesting point about a league with very little television exposure and players making very low amounts of money and getting betting involved is, yeah. you know, not necessarily the best combination. No. Not and saying that anyone is going to be, you know, tempted by the dark or, side, but but approached perhaps. I mean, we've seen at, it, in, yeah, seen it in Canada before. Yeah. Exactly, right? This isn't... This isn't something new. And then, like you were talking about, yeah, like making little money, um, in a lot of cases, young players and stuff, but it doesn't, it actually doesn't matter by, by, about age. But the thing that frustrates me about having betting as sponsors, and not just in for Canada, like anywhere, I think it's, I think it's wrong. Um, just because they tend to be loosely regulated. Like these guys are based in Malta and Curacao. Oh, 
those centers of world commerce. Exactly. Mm. Um, what, the Isle of Man wasn't available? <laughs> and, um, you know, like the, there's, there's, you know, there's, there's lots of layers of, of shadowy darkness with most of these. Um, I'm not saying this one specifically does, but, you know, one of the things that isn't, you know, you don't allow advertising for, um, you know, they don't allow uh, tobacco advertising anymore. Don't allow alcohol advertising anymore. Um, gambling is addictive. Like it's, I just, I just look at it as one of those things that, well, these ones aren't allowed, but this one is. And I get, you know, oh, it's money, but you have to make choices. And I think this is, I personally think this is a wrong choice. I think this is a bad choice for lots of reasons. Mm. And apparently it's like even the, you know, the kids version of it comes with the gambling thing on there as well. Right? Oh, really? That's a surprise. Mm. Yeah, I it's, saw- it, it is funny. I mean, I know the league is in its infancy still and you know the last year and a half has been been the worst thing they could ask for but it is curious and to what duncan touched on um about you know one soccer and macron it is curious how the the lack of uh interest in shirt sponsors in diversing you know a more diverse portfolio in the league but there's not more even regional interest in well, I wonder if there is regional interest and they are, are they turning down regional interest? Do they Possibly, want yeah, maybe they're trying to keep sponsors. Yeah, it could be. They, they might have a mandate of what they want on John shirts. That's possible. Yeah. And a shame for all the good, like, you know, major car garages who, uh, <laughs> who could be sponsoring like the good old days. <laughs> yeah, there is, there's definitely something to be said for, for regional sponsors. There, there is, it does, it does tie you know, it really ties a team to a community as well. And I'm mm-hmm. being serious. As much as I dislike sponsors, if you're going to do it, like have it mean something. I'll say, um, I'll, I'll ask Mark Hinckley this question because he's the most qualified here. Is Dagenham Motors still not West Ham's best ever sponsor? <laughs> um, yes. Don't be tempted by Dr. Martin's. Uh, yes, but, Aww, but you know, only so for longevity's sake. Only for yeah. longevity's sake. Because if, if, if Doc Martin stuck around for another couple oh. of years, Amazing. You, you you'd be wrong, but no, Dagenham Motors. So yay! So a meal kit sponsor that probably a good chunk of the players can't afford, and a bookie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, and then and new then. kits. Woo! Yeah. So if you want to listen to like a full expansive breakdown, Mark, stay tuned because we've got an hour coming up. <laughs> Coming up Mark. next on your feed. <laughs> Two soccer is stacked. <laughs> All the programming you never asked for. Two soccer. Um come on. Anyway, they're they're the new kits are community editions because everyone has to have a community kit now, right? Yeah. Um and they all have they all have adorable names. Um like the oh yeah they're all named so um the 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 handies it's the sparks because you know sparks oh get it right Um, right really good 
you're only three years in and you're already getting around to, oh, we need a gimmick. Let's put the mascot on the shirt. Really? Really? It's, a, it's Dragon oh. Energy, Duncan. Why do you hate Dragon Energy? Yeah, I hear I hear the fans really like Big Dragon Energy and everything mm-hmm. that stands for. Mm-hmm. Um, not, not even the films, the, the city. Hamilton loves dragons. Oh, I, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know. Exactly. Yeah, it's, Hamilton, it, you, you think Hamilton, you think dragons. Yeah, well, it's, the center of, a, it's the we, center of Canadian medieval lore. We, we're, that, that, that wasn't we a fountain so on that other kit. That was either a dragon or a medieval knight. You could pick mm-hmm. either and it would still look the, you would still see it. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Aquaman, theirs is called The Swell, which makes me that's good. That's nice. I, I like that sure. a lot. Yeah. Okay. Um, good the, I know, I like it a lot. Um, mm. the, the Eddie's is uh, blue denim. The denim, the, the something like that. Right. I'm, I'm missing. I'm missing. I'm missing half of my infographics. Where the other ones? Oh, I thought it was the jeggings. <laughs> mm. um, the uh, yeah, the 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 Pony Boys one, and we're going to come back to this. Is called Fort Calgary. Yeah. What could go wrong? Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. But while we're in a, and I I can't find the market. If you can find the other infographics and find the names for me, I would love you forever because I can't find some Pacific Sli- Slim Grimace. Um. Anyway, but Ottawa's <laughs> Ottawa's. Now this is this is magical considering their sponsor. So the sponsor is come on, exclamation point, and there's their 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 kit's called the O. <laughs> and I'm not kidding. Oh uh, boy! That <laughs> usually comes after the swell, isn't it? Yeah. Hey, ooh, uh. ooh, and the big dragon energy. <laughs> Everyone loves big D energy. Mm. Um, I, I I quite like Ottawa's kit. It, it's basic. It's uh, just red and white stripes. It's, it's nothing special, but okay, that's yeah, fine. It's nice. Yeah, Take, it's, it's all right. Come on off there, and that's that's a good show. That's a very nice kit. Agreed, agreed. But yeah, it's called it's called the O. <laughs> wow. I hope they have like a show us your O face marketing campaign. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that would be so amazing. Um, and I, yeah, I don't know. I don't have, I don't know what happened to the other infographics I had. So I'm missing Valor, United, and yeah. um, But so there's some, there's some fun things with some, some of the kits. Um, the Edmonton one is meant to look like blue denim for GWG. Remember GWG? People who? Yeah. No. Game winning goals? Yes. It was the Great Western GWG. Yes. Great Western Garment Company. Yeah. Is that from Edmonton or something? They were based there. I didn't know. I had no idea GWG was like, you know, a Canadian Levi's ripoff. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So that was. That's the that's the big thing, and that was the mm. thing with the Gretzkys and everything, right? So, oh um, yeah, the, oh yeah, the, the commercial, that's right, all the Gretzky yeah. brothers, remember? Oh, boy, even even Keith, Ethan Keith, exactly. Um, so my desire is that they wear they either wear cut off jean shorts so that they're in a full Canadian tuxedo all season. Oh yeah, or that their their shorts are of a similar pattern. Like oh my god, that. no! They should make this sh- yeah, like like obviously they can't play in denim, but they should make the shorts look, look like, like denim. cut off denim, like yeah. acid wash, and then be like, like the, the strings and stuff. Yeah, they should be like the the caribou of Colorado. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Some um, denim fringe on the shorts. Yeah. That would be fucking amazing. I do think that Valor's kit is gorgeous. Reminds, reminds me of a yeah, old, like, oldie timey boiled sweet. Are we talking about like, names like a, or styles here? Like, this is very confusing. I don't know the name of their kit, right. but the style, style of it. Wild is staying with Edmonton. Then what the fuck's up with that collar? Just like the, the, the tiny little white bit. What the fuck? It's for you know biz, business before the match. Mm. We were having I mean, a, a, a quick mm. uh, meeting at the golf course before you head to the to the match. You know. Yeah, it's very strange, but uh, yeah, that's all I wanted to say about the style of Edmonton. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. The the uh, the uh, Valor kits called the Great Wheat Fields of Manitoba. Well, that really? rolls right that up just, the top. That just sings. Yeah, well, no kidding. Yeah. That's fucking well, terrible. Well, it's a very all, nice kit. With all of the letters that they saved with the Ottawa one, Duncan, you could spend <laughs> them all on this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, what's, the, what's the striped like hard candy? Is it a, is a humbug? That actually sounds... Maybe yeah, yeah. Yeah, it reminds me of like a, one of those striped hard candies. Mm. Yeah. Just want to like, like, suck on it. I like that kit. Um, and then uh, oh, I wish they just t- put the infographics on their club shops, but they don't. So um, the the you know what the York one, I actually quite like. I like the York one. Yeah, I think it's well, I think it's I think it's well done. I immediately felt like thought of Northern Ireland. Uh, Everyone says that. Yeah. Hmm. I just enjoy that you know the from one community. As, <laughs> you are really fucking going away from that whole nine <clears> thing. Hey, and Duncan, the they're, whole, the, they're the one stripes. Relax. Sure, but it isn't the whole thing that everyone says. Oh, yeah, but, I mean, these kids were probably designed two years ago. Actually, two years ago, you were trying to make York Nine work. But you, oh, I'm, you, I'm sure they threw that out. Mm. I'm absolutely certain they threw that out. Um, I, I my my uh, my takeaway was that uh, it's I'm just just thrilled. Oh, if you listen to the uh, um, the kit podcast, I make the same joke, so you can just skip this part. But uh, uh, I'm glad they finally did away with East Gwillenberry because the kit only features eight stripes on it because it's the f- each part's got two and it's in four and yeah. Mm, no one wanted them. Mm. Yeah, fuck them. Um, the other the the one thing though that 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 we brought up and I don't. I don't mean to not trying to ruin this for you, Kristen. Um, and it's not bad. Ruin away. Um, the badge gets completely lost on that kit. Mm. Like if you zoom out, you have no idea that there's anything at the intersection at all. It's just like the 905. But yeah, it's, it's just roads passing roads. There's intersections. There's, there's nothing worth stopping for at all. No. It's, it's a very, yeah. That's it. Like the 905, it's a very uh, a good sum up of York. Right, there's some roads. Just just keep driving. Yeah, nothing worth stopping for. So yeah, so that that was the that was the the one thing that we kind of that was brought up more than once with uh, with the York mm. Nine kit. Yeah, again, very nice. I like that one. But yeah, my I, I will say that my my personal favorite one was the. Uh, was the Wanderers Away or the Wanderers Home uh, kit? Um, mostly because I feel like I own um, the inverse of that, which is that 1860 Munich kit, mm. um, uh, the kit of leisure, 
as we, we <laughs> dubbed it, uh, because it's instead of it being uh, uh, navy blue on the chest and light blue on the arms, it's the 1861 is the inverse of that. So um, I, I also said it, that one wouldn't look out of place in like one of the big leagues in the world. Like if, like if, uh, if that kit showed up on Le Havre in, in, in Ligue 1, they have the same colors. You'd be like, yeah, that's a fine kit that belongs in this league. You would not think anything of it. It's just a well done, complete package little kit. I would still be thinking, what the fuck is with the lion? Yeah. I mean, sure, Nova Scotia. Really angrily. I just... lion, but I, oh, yeah, I agree. That is a really good kit. And then, you know, if you want to do some kind of like little and they think sure but giant freaking thing like that oh my god no the the one thing though that that i kind of um the one thing that i that i took away from this the entire launch and maybe you guys see it too is that for a league that has been chomping at the bit to get you know like community 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 two things one we have no real fucking symbols Three of those kits had like two of them had bridges and three of them had capital buildings. Is that is that the best we got? Is that Edmonton? Is that the best you have? Like really? Is it the best? Because that's sad. That's fucking pathetic. This country like, loves infrastructure, man. Yeah, pretty much. Like that, York Nine, a fucking map. Can we? Yeah. Can we just like that if, is legitimately a symbol. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I, uh, it's yeah. terrible, and nobody in York would probably like if it had none of none of the markings. You showed it to every citizen of York. I, if you could get over 1% of people who recognize that as the shape of the region that they live in, I would be shocked because it's nothing. <laughs> that and the other thing is that also community, community, half the fucking teams don't even have the city that they play in, in their name. Hmm. Like what? Ottawa, Edmonton, and almost Valor, half. Valor, half. Manitoba. Like, yeah. But the, like to me, it's like, we want to get you in on community, but we're not, we wouldn't dare put the name Hamilton on the fucking team. Mm. Like that's like, which, which way is this? Which, which way are we trying to do? Like why, why give yourself a hill to climb? You could have just been at the top the entire fucking time, but no, we had to have concepts for Christ's sakes, his names. Mm. So like, I don't know. I, I like, I, I would, that, 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 that's, that's the kind of thing that's, like the kits are nice. They they genuinely are nice, but I'm I'm quite exasperated by the efforts that they're putting forward that would have been corrected with a better name. <laughs> you know, it's mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe it's just terrible future proofing of like we need we need to come up with silly campaigns to promote the first bunch of be- bunch of kits. So let's take the thing that's obvious away from everybody. So that we can use it to promote shirts later. I mean, sure, if that's what you want to do, but like, I also couldn't give a shit for half of the things that they've like symbolically mm-hmm. done. So yeah, but if you don't fuck it up at the beginning, how do you have have a good rebranding opportunity five years later? Exactly, or two, oh, depending two on which club you are. Yes, I like. Hamilton's no Hamilton's kid. I don't like Hamilton's kid. I like Halifax's kid, but then the line on there is like ah. I mean that that just kind of ruins it. I mean it's a similar idea to freaking Hamilton's dragon. At least Hamilton's dragon didn't ruin a good kit. It ruined a shit kit. 
It was already ruined. It was already crap. This is a good case and you've made it silly. At least make it a sea lion, for fuck's sake. True. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah that, that's Nova Scotia. I have no problem at all with the symbol they chose, but that big, that's like, Oh my God, that's awful. But, you know. And it was I would have gone with a tugboat. Mm, is, you know, Hamilton, yeah, the kid was shit and boring anyway, so show up, throw on a freaking dragon. A tugboat jock tag would have been good at jock tug. Go full on sort of red and white horizontal stripes. Oh, that's uh, like, yes. Boat, uh, yeah, it's like the wrestler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, so, I kind of moved on there. How about a shit kit? Tugboat <laughs> wasn't a very good wrestler either. <laughs> oh. oh, dear gods. Okay. Um, we are shockingly going very long on this show, and we have a lot still left we want to talk about. I feel like so, I've been here forever. I know. I'm sorry. Yeah, we, we, should, we, should, uh, we should just get on to Calgary. And, uh, we, we, yeah, so, so the Calgary thing, and, and you know what? I meant to do a lot more research into this before we did today's show, so we may come back to this um unless duncan you have some more some stuff available to to speak to because calgary did like a shockingly did a controversial thing and did a an homage to military past etc etc because they just can't seem to help themselves um so the calgary the cavalry home jersey features colonel james mcleod on the front and the fort wall on the back um and the, the reading off their little info, infographic thing. The last paragraph is we honor our complex history. And I just, I hate the fact that they've decided to use that word um, and invite all Calgarians to come together, blah, 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 blah. So the, mm. the issue that has come up from some fans and some people online about the inclusion of Colonel James McLeod is what he did for a living, which was, he was part of the Northwest Mounted Police um, and at that time and in that place uh, was involved with, you know, quelling uprisings, notably the Métis uprising, um, was involved in residential school, policing, that sort of thing. Now, depending on what you've read, either he was a monster uh, or on the other very flip side of things, he was an astute legal mind who rebelled against the government's orders to put down any indigenous uprisings or do anything because he was friends with them. Um, I've read both. I haven't had time to read much more, but Mm. given, and again, obviously these kits have been planned for a while, but just, just given anything that happens in Canada, around the around the Indigenous peoples, um, why not honor Indigenous peoples instead, or something? But again, it goes against what the Pony Boys have as their identity, which is very military oriented. So, anyway, I don't know, Duncan. Yeah, um, yeah, I don't specifically know anything. I don't know much about this uh, particular person, like James McLeod. But yes, I was like, oh, right, one of the, the top Mounties. Mm. I, I'm not confident that he was a good guy. And just yep. the whole thing of the Fort Calgary and what have you. Hmm. Why do people generally build forts? Because you need to defend something because you're kind of at war. Who are they at war with? 
Hmm. Yeah, I wonder. It's just the whole yeah. thing, just the idea that oh yeah, this is a yeah no, this is very it's Wrong. You know, colonialism. We went out there and hooray, we you our brave pioneers went out there and tamed defended the country not and our defended land. and created this amazing whatever blah 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 and the police were there to I yeah it's all very you know colonial and. You, you, you can't get away from the fact that colonial means anti-indigenous. And it just is. Yeah. You're going to build a fort because that's the, you think you need to defend yourself against somebody, which would be the indigenous the people, which suggests, yeah, well, yeah, fuck those guys. Oh, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it's, oof, I, oof. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, I, again, we, we've had issues with the branding of this particular club from the very beginning. And just to see them lean into it extra hard mm. is, it's, it's very frustrating. And um, I find it, I find it indefensible, actually. I have since the beginning, but the more they do it, the, the more again, it, it just, it shouldn't, it, it, and I shouldn't have to say in this day and age, but in this day and age, we are. why would you continue to lean into this bullshit? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the only way it's plausible, I mean, you know, you think of like Fort York and what have you, I kind of associate that with defending yourself against the Americans and everything. And was Fort Calgary part of that particular war? No. I don't feel like I've seen that. I don't think it was. No, no. not at all. No. So, yeah. Fuck, uh, fuck that whole burning and that whole fucking mounty nonsense. No. And even from the most vapid point of view, take away the politics. They did that and made a much worse kit. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Again, that's a nice kit. And oh, you just put a big fucking horsey guy on there. That's terrible. And then, oh, that's who he is. Takes it even further. But even without that, oh, that's who he is. That's horrible. Come on. Come on, Calgary. You've got other things you can be proud of. Mm -hmm. There's lots of other things. What? Like, yeah, I'm serious. I'm being serious. I know. That's what I mean. Put There's put lots Eddie of the other Eagle things. Yes. He was in Calgary. Put, put a fucking ski jump on there with Eddie the Eagle. <laughs> like, yes. just find something different, you idiots. Seal Eddie the Eagle flirty. and the and yes. the Jamaican bobsledders. That was the same yeah. Olympics, right? Sure. Come on. But Seal Flurry right, so. on his knees, skating, right, you know, just sliding on his knees across the entire shirt. There's an iconic Calgary moment. Sure. You'll, I do. Lanny McDonald's mustache. Yes. Lanny McDonald's mustache is the key. <laughs> yes. Only get behind. Yes. yes. Full, like, red, like, orange on red. Even though it clashes, come on. <laughs> Honestly, you get the, you mm. get the Lanny McDonald mustache kit playing up against Edmonton's denim kit, and I've, I'm considering a flight. I want to go see what this looks like. <laughs> yeah, I want to see Imagine. the flash of 1986 mm. right in front of me, and I'm here for it. Imagine his mustache in place of the shirt sponsor. Mm. Oh, there you go. Just a big orange handlebar mustache. Oh my god! I, I, that, can you know how fast that would sell? Oh yeah. You got, you got cross sport promotion. You got cross generational promotion. Oh my god! Like, mm. like you can't tell me. We there's are like here to fix this league. Ten percent of Calgarians would want that shirt just because of Lanny McDonald. Yeah. yeah. And the other ninety percent don't know who he is, 
because they or they weren't around when he played, but they know who the fuck he is. Yeah. And the other percentage are just mustache fans. Yeah, and, you know, <laughs> which that's 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 its own that's its own Reddit. But lost in a familiar place, these words will bring me home. It's okay. You're not crazy. Gotta taste this all to love this sweet. Let it out and scream. I'm okay. I'm not crazy. Cause the tears remind me I'm alive. It's fine to not be happy all the time. In other league news, um, MLS and Liga MX have announced the All-Star game. Yes, they're going to play against one another. And for the first time ever, the All-Stars of one league versus the All-Stars of the other league. Woo! Um, sure, in August, whatever. at the bank, coached by, coached by Bob. Um, the okay. T-Terrace logo. Yeah. T-Terrace logo is, it looks like it's no more. Oh. And I'm sad because... It's been hours. I have grown to, to love their logo, and it was the last one. It was, it was, it was oh. they were the Highlander of the logos of MLS, and it's gone. They've been decapitated. Good. <laughs> have you seen the new one? It's so much worse. Is it? Yeah, I think so. You're being nostalgic. What exactly is it, though? I, this is the thing with the, the, the it's, you know, the air, it's got a little sort of wind-up thing in its back, and then it's, it's got feet, so it's be... walking. And, but, but what's the red stuff around it? What's that There'll all about? There'll be an infographic to explain it to you soon. Don't worry about it. Waiting for the infographic. Um, for a friend of the pod, or a listener of the pod, Jake uh, Cantonese, who is a T-Terrorist fan and blogger, uh, described it as, I dub this the Queen's Park Revolution logo and sentence it to exile. And I just thought that that was a beautiful description and wanted to put that out there. Anyway, I just think it's, again, it's another mid-season or partway through the season rebrand by MLS. It's just like, is it, is it a mid-season rebrand? I don't know. I don't know. There's been, there's still, I haven't seen full information. Um, I don't I just know. Started I don't mind it, to be there. honest. But you really hate them, so. Uh, yeah, well, yes, there's that. But then I wouldn't. Then if I, you know, if that was my reasoning, I'd, I'd wish ill upon them. And I think this is an improvement. But hey, that's just me. I like Hi. it. I like genuinely. I like it. Um, mostly because I could draw it, and that's and not to say that. Like, <laughs> no, I don't mean that in the sense like, well, I even I could have designed this. No, drawing that, trying to draw the revolution logo in all of its parts, is something that either a very very attentive like. 11 year old who's bored in geography class could do or somebody who's just got an incredible memory because that thing's got a lot of little flex in it i know what it's, yeah. it's supposed to look like some kind of half-assed version of the 94 kit u.s kit that's that's what i always kind of go back to but mm-hmm. like, like there, there's that there's that whole thing where if, if your logo your name can last about 20 years you don't have to change it. And unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on how you look at it, New England is 10 years too late with this rebrand, but you could arguably say, yeah, you can keep it. Like, it's it's fine. But it sucks. It's still, like, kitschy or not, it still sucks. Um, I 
I don't know if this is the right answer, but I think it's a definitely step forward. And I don't know if this is the badge they're going to have for 20 years, but uh, I, I, I like it. I like the cleanliness of it. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't like the, you know, Nike 1994 fever dream <laughs> MTV <laughs> wannabe bullshit that they were pulling with every other fucking badge, except theirs truly was the most. Like, it was the yeah. most. All the names were shit. Most of the logos were shit, but that was the most of both the logos and the names. <laughs> the yeah. most. It was on Max. So the fact that it survived so many is fucking staggering to me. So, um, And that includes a club that had a scorpion on it and was called The Clash. They were called The Clash. I know. <laughs> Their supporters like club it. is still called The Casbah, yes, which has outlasted the club twice. <laughs> twice. <laughs> which is amazing. All right. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll probably talk about it more next week when there's an infographic and more information. Um, coming up tomorrow, we've alluded to it, we've referenced it a couple of times on the show already. It's Euro. It's, it's Euro 2020 played in 2021 because, you know, panorama. Um, we are not going to do a massive preview of everything because we're just not. But it wouldn't be us if we didn't at least mention the fact that this is what everyone's going to be watching uh, for the next month. And um, so there's six groups. So you've got Italy, Switzerland, Turkey, and Wales, Belgium, Denmark, Finland, and Russia, Austria, Netherlands, North Macedonia, come on down, and Ukraine, uh, Croatia, Czech Republic, England, and Scotland, Poland, Slovakia, Sweden, and Spain, and France, Germany, Hungary, and Portugal. Shouldn't shouldn't you hate North Macedonia? I I it was just it was I'd forgotten they were there. It was so weird. To oh, see. I thought um, you were like getting up on them. No, say. it was just it was bemusement. It was like was say, as Albanian as Albanian uh, neighbors. Yeah, so I know. Um, who's gonna win? And who's your runner up? Hmm. I will go with who? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say uh, Belgium, mm-hmm. and uh, I think the final uh, the final the final list to go against them will be England for the tears. Interesting. <laughs> wow. The tears always come earlier, Mark. I know. I, I know. Say, but, um, but when it's closer, they're sweeter. <laughs> uh, it, it would be very entertaining if England were to get to the front and then lose to a team managed by Roberto Martinez. Oh, yeah. English media would not know how to handle that. No. That would be I, I'm, 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 I'm saying France wins uh, against Belgium. I uh, agree with France winning. I'm going to go with uh, against. I know that the Euros weird shit happens. True. I'm going to go with. Uh, going to go with Denmark. I that like it. Weird shit. I like. I think that's a good choice. Mm, not really, but you know, <laughs> weird things happen. Maybe wouldn't, wouldn't be the first time the Danes showed up and fucked up everything. Yes. True. If it does happen, it'll look like a genius. See. So I feel like this will just be, I don't know why I have a gut feeling this will just be a kind of a predictable one. So 
Let's go with like Germany beating France. Mm. <laughs> I mean, yes. Mr. Excitement here. You know? Oh, yeah. Oh, well, because the England Scotland final is just, you know. <laughs> We're already getting that it, in the opening it, round. Don't be what the world needs. Yes, but to return and meet in the final, come on. That's what yeah. that's what the that's what yeah. the world wants. Oh my god, I'm 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 here for it. I mean basically I mean you look at that something sort of would be, oh, you know, Scotland sort of beat England in the, the qualifying in just in the basic round, but then they both advance and they get to the final and then England comes back and crushes them. I mean that would be a sort of a good historical thing is say, oh, hooray, we, we, we run our freedom, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and then the English came back and took it right back. I, you know, again, we're getting into yay colonialism and what have you. And yeah. so is this an actual like, history to be celebrated? Probably not really if you think too hard about it. But, you know, I mean, it's going to happen. England, England, Scotland final. Uh, the winner is Scottish independence. I'm just right there. Oh, <laughs> Regardless of the outcome, yeah. they're gone. There we go. Yes. Yeah, What's the Euros? Gone. So w- winner gets to stay out of Europe? I don't know. Mm. <laughs> Scotland now qualifies for the EU. Is that the, uh, yeah. It's, yes. a, it's, it's a promotion. It's a, it's yeah. a promotion playoff. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> I wonder who has to drop out. Oh. Mm. Uh, see ya, Russia. Fuckers. <laughs> Oi. Hey, we were never there. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> A nice place to fight in the summer. A nice place to fight in the winter. All right, and to close off this week's show is a little bit of TFC talk. Um, we do have a couple of international t- t- players on international duty, and no, I'm not talking about for Canada. Um, Chris Mavinga, uh, who is not just the leading advocate amongst TFC players for TFC to return home to BMO Field. Um, I feel like this is his side hustle now, is just tweeting at members of the government. Um, but back playing for the Dem- Democratic Republic of Congo for the first time in like six years. Um, they're not doing insanely well, but he's been playing well and he's been playing, he's played all their matches so far. So that's great for him because um, he seemed, you know, really something he's talked about, tweeted about, was upset the last time he was left off the squad. So good for him. Um, and do we still call him the nephew? Because he is. We just call him... I, I I don't think he was like you know, erased from the family. True. So um, you mean El we, nephew? We, El nephew. <laughs> <laughs> El, El nifty. Um, but anyway, so Eric Zavaleta, who talked about um, getting a call up to El Salvador, um, something that's been in the works for a few years. So not only has he been playing for them, um, he scored a goal. Holy shit! In their what? last match. Yeah. In fact, he scored the winning goal because he scored the first goal. He wasn't won even that the, bad. Holy it wasn't even nice that bad goal. of a goal. Yeah. No, it was a nice header. 
I can't <laughs> remember ever seeing him get that kind of like uh, air in Toronto. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, um, hello, where has this been? I, I, don't know if they were, I, I don't know if they were playing at altitude, but yeah. And he used to be a striker. I feel like when he was there was in Seattle, I was like, is he a striker? Is he a defender? We don't really know. Oh, so, that's right. Yeah, that's right. But yeah, uh, El Sobrino. El Sobrino, uh, yes. There we go. Thank you. I had to look that up. It's, it's a bit disappointing. But uh, yeah, Sobrino would be uh, his nephew in Spanish. Nephew in Spanish. How say, but how do you say nifty? <laughs> I don't it better, know. It, it better be with an S. We need alliteration here. <laughs> Yeah, the, the the suits upstairs want way more. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. They need something that sings here. Come on, we need uh, we need we need some help here. Um, mm. So yeah, Google, like Google Translate just goes with Abiel, which really is more of a sort of like a skillful kind of thing. It's not exactly nifty, but yeah. no, that's that's no fun. No, disappointing. Yeah, thanks, Spain. Uh, uh, El sobrino sensacional. <laughs> that sounds like a, uh, like a wrestler. Nifty. It sounds like a luchador. Yeah, that's a step up from uh, nifty. I think. Let's go with. Uh, think of. We're getting ahead of ourselves. Spanish adjectives that begin with s. Well, there's muy perra. That's ritzy, nifty, classy. So it's too many. It's more syllables or more words, but that's okay. Um, mm. Anyway, so he scored a goal. So Eric Savaleta doing doing good and exciting things. Good on for the, him. on yes. the international stage. So. I'm so happy. Genuinely so happy for him. I look, I look forward to the octagon when he does it against Canada. Like, <laughs> right? <laughs> right? That's kind of what I'm waiting for. I'm a little worried. Um, and this will be kind of later on in things when, oh, we're allowed back now. So it's at BMO Field. He'll score <laughs> for El Salvador we against can, Canada. Oh, my God. Yeah, he'll never be able to suit up for TFC ever again. Um no, no. So there's, there seems to be some confusion about whether the, the youth movement is still on at TFC. Um, Ralph Prizo and uh, Jaden Nelson uh, and Kevin Silva uh, all loaned to TFC2. I presume this can be a very short-term thing. Yes, and once they can be recalled over, at back, any so. moment. Yes, it yeah. could just be for minutes now. They all started last Makes night. Makes a lot of sense. Um, but returning... Speaking of other youth players from Lone, uh, Julian Dunn and Rocco Romeo are both back and have been training with the team. And that's some defensive shoring if needed. But again, that probably leaves them with too many defenders. But so the youth players are, they're around, maybe in a bit of flux. We'll find out more in a week and a half, probably. Um, but before we go, it's been a bit quiet around TFC camp, shockingly not. Um, so with TFC not playing until next weekend and the players and the staff have been, they've all been given a bit of freedom or they had been, they've, they're back in Florida now. Um, but they had all been given, you know, the ability to, uh, if, if, you know, health authorities allowed it, that sort of thing, they were able to go visit family, have a little mini break, et cetera, et cetera. But through all of that, you know, they've been quiet, just like, la, 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 But there's been zero talk about the Josie situation or, or any other situation that may or may not be going on with TFC. Um, probably but, for the best. And, and it, yeah, probably for the best. And again, he has been, si he has been silent on social media. Again, I, I, I do check periodically, nothing. No new posts, 
the only story I think he had up was for when the men beat Mexico. Like that was it. Like that's the only thing uh, that he's had going on. So a lot of, a lot of quiet from everywhere. So assuming things are maybe everyone's were, you know, gone to their corners to take a breath and think things over, whatever. Do you think that when they come back from this break in a week and a half, not even a week and a half, it's like 10 days. Um, is Josie Altidore still a Toronto FC player? And for how long? Yes. For the rest of the season, at least. Okay. And he'll be fitter and healthier, more productive, happier, fitter, pig in a cage, that mm -hmm. whole thing. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I don't think Chris Armas is really in a situation right now where he can afford to be. Hey, you're a good player, fuck off. So I don't like you sit down. That yep, nope, he needs all the help he can get. So yeah. Mm. yeah I, I think that's a good point. I agree with the back and end of season. Uh but uh, the the part about Armas is is actually a really good point because perhaps if things were going swimmingly and Armas kinda had the power in this situation, but like look how good things are going. You know, team is playing amazingly well obviously my way is working and if he doesn't like it get out but with him being you know in the situation this team is in mm -hmm. there's not he he doesn't really if if, if it's if the problem is between them two exactly. he, he doesn't really have a strong case to go like you know okay we don't think they're gonna fire arms uh, except if there's an absolute calamity of like losses string stringed up in a row but uh, he's yeah he's not really in a powerful spot yet right now where they you know where the the club is like yeah, this is our guy we're backing him for years no matter what happens if he wants a player gone then the player's gone so yeah i feel like uh i feel the same except uh i i also feel like if somebody were to come in from over a one of the later transfer windows and he's healthy but just not either getting a lot of time or whatever. I could see him playing for Sporting Kansas City. Gross. Um, but I could, <laughs> but like legit, I could see him gone if kind of like if the right offer comes around. I don't know what the hell that looks like because MLS has screwed up. So, mm -hmm. uh, like I, you know, nobody's nobody's clamoring for those super draft picks, no matter how super they tell us they are. Uh, that being said they could just look at it and go, well, at least that's a DP freed up. There's any number of reasons they could just cut. Yeah. Yeah. Cut, yeah. Uh, I, I, I lean towards Mark as well. Like I, I agree with everybody that, yeah, he's, he's back. Um, I think stay till the end of the season unless yeah, an offer is made or they find a partner in the next transfer window to offload him. But then again, who knows, maybe he suddenly goes on a tear and it's, all Josie love all the time again it really if he's if he starts the next match who that could change everything right um so yeah it's 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 a weird situation and it's also interesting that how little has escaped from the TFC bubble about it because usually well, something has I, like I a shoe like, has dropped somewhere by now normally I, I feel like though it's it's this is this is a super convenient time for there to be no peeps Oh yeah, there's no one around. There's no one around. International break. Euro's about to start. 
it's distraction, distraction, distraction. Yeah. Oh yeah. So many distractions. This could, yeah, this actually, this couldn't have, this couldn't have fallen better for TFC if they'd planned it. <gasps> Did they plan it? So, yeah, I, I, I don't, like, I don't, I don't know what that necessarily like truly means in the grand scheme of things, but uh, I mean, to be, to be perfectly, to be perfectly honest, um, I'm, I'm also a little bit, I'm not, I'm a little bit, so what, like, I feel like it's a shit or get off the pot thing. Josie's not going to be happy because he's not playing or if he's not, he's not playing the minutes he thinks he deserves, whatever that might look like. Uh, At some point in time, someone's going to get really pissed off about the whole thing. And either he asks for the move, he gets sent in a trade. Um, But I can't see somebody as mercurial on and off the pitch as Josie. For, and I mean, and material in a good way off the pitch. Um, mm-hmm. I, 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 I can't see somebody with his personality um, so, uh, satisfied to just, you know what? Screw it. You're paying me all this money. I'm just going to stay on the bench and I'll show up for training. I don't, that's, that's not him. I don't feel like that's him at all. So yeah, he, yeah, he'll look for things to have. If, if his, if his on field, contributions don't improve uh look for things to happen sooner than later yeah and conversely i don't think it's some kind of pr nightmare for tfc if they if they found a deal like yeah people will be a bit nostalgic for the the good old you know years of winning stuff but i think a lot of fans are like well you know he's he's well on the downside of his career i don't think there's going to be some uproar like it like it, it won't even to the effect of when Javinko was, you know, left. I, I don't really see that. Actually, it's funny if uh, you, you throw in the right, Hey, Javinko's available uh, nugget out there into the universe. Um, that would be a good time to exist. Oh, okay. Let's get rid of him now. Yeah. We'll play on this. Yeah, yeah. We'll play on this bullshit until uh, we find who we're actually looking at, uh, looking at. And uh, no, he ain't coming back either. Is Dero available? <laughs> um, I, I, I'm starting to wonder if you say his name in a mirror at BMO three times, he shows up. Oh, and he just appears. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Doing his little in, goal in, celebration in, behind you. In, in full kit. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yes. Maybe oh, yeah, he could, bouncing, he, he bouncing could, on a stage as if he was part of the team that won something. Exactly. Maybe he'd mm-hmm. come back and get himself back into like contention for Canada and score a bunch of goals and get like increases like overall tally for Canada. <laughs> Fuck you, Jonathan David. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you find mm-hmm. out he's not coming back for to make sure he, he keeps it from Jonathan David is because he thinks he's gonna catch Christine Sinclair. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. Okay. On that note, that is our whew, very long show for this week. Um, please uh, join us next week when we uh, review, hopefully, four wins by various Canadian teams. Uh, look ahead to the return of MLS, dun, 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 and probably talk some more Euro and see what else is happening in the world of football. I have been joined by the entire Vocal Minority Podcast panel to be found out there on the Twitters at Duncan D. Fletcher, Mr. Duncan Fletcher. I am looking forward to the next few weeks. Um, yeah, 
being unemployed is, is going to really work out for me. Right? Isn't it's, it this uh, is like the best time? I know. Yeah. Who needs money? We have soccer yes. all day, every day. This is like, hmm, that's the problem with the Euro is all the games happen in Europe when Canadians are at work. Yeah. Don't work. So there, suckers with jobs. Yes. Um, on the Twitters, at Malarkey FC, Mr. Tony Walsh. I really enjoyed this show. Uh, I hope my 20-minute think piece to uh, up front of the show wasn't too much, but really finally solving VAR, financial fair play, and grassroots football in one uh, little, you know, soliloquy was really meant a lot mm-hmm. to me. And I, I hope it I hope it doesn't have to be edited out, but it was it was really great to share. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Well, we're sending that to the Nobel Committee yeah. like right away. You, so. you're, the re- you're the real MVP, episode. Tony. Thanks. You're the Thank real you. MVP. Not all heroes wear capes. Thank you. I actually, I'm wearing a cape. Oh. Dude. Nothing else, but. Oh. Mm. Mm. Uh, <laughs> in the tweet mm. machine, at Kidnerd Mark with a K, not a Q, Mr. Mark Hinckley. Thank you all for your continued Patreon support. We really do appreciate it. I'm going to go take a Poor nap. Mark. But the, just before. Um, just before I do, uh, just a question to everybody. This unemployment thing sounds wonderful. Do you start your resignation with dear, or is that too much? Uh, you can go with to whom it may mm-hmm. concern mm-hmm. as well. Also, flaming shit in the box works. That is very effective these days. You know, and to do a couple of older fashions, you know, perhaps polite to things, but, you know, in this sort of TikTok generation, you know, no one's got time for all that. Yeah. Yeah. Ask much music. Shit in a box. Boom. You're done. FedEx charges too much for the fire part. Mm. Mm. Well, smoldering is okay. Like a smoked, like a cured shit in a box. Mm. Classy. Yes. As for me, you can find me on the internet. Yes, the entire internet at Kiza Knowles. I have been your host, Chris Knowles. And until next week, Canada, get used to it. Goodness.